and we were waiting for something to pop and we finally got that pop and it was Steven Strasburg going back to the Washington Nationals. Seven years, $245 million. He sets a record for AAV. He beat Zach Greinke's out, which was 34-something. This is 35. And he's going to get paid a lot of money. He set the record for David Price. The previous record was seven for 217. He beats that by about $30 million. For his career, Strauss is 112 and 58. He has a 317 ERA. And last year, he was 18 and 6. He had a 332. His wins above replacement were 6.5. And he was 5 and 0 in the playoffs, which is really what counts. And he delivered the World Series for the Nationals. And he's getting paid for that. Absolutely. And rightfully so. He had a very good year. World Series champion, and he got a very, very nice payday, definitely. Um, and the one thing, a lot of people are surprised that he signed first before Garrett Cole. That was the talk of today, mm-hmm. definitely. But um, the one thing we just talked about before was I want to know who they were definitely going up against to give him this money. Like, did, If it was just a one team, we didn't really hear about – who else was involved with him? No, it was we very, didn't. very quiet. Everyone knew he was going back. Yep, it was, it, was, it was inevitable. Everybody, everybody here at the winter meetings definitely knew he was going back there. I didn't even hear another team that was really interested. No, that, I, was, that was that. That's what I was surprised about. Really, I thought somebody like maybe the White Sox, maybe if we always talked about maybe still um, looking for that starting yeah, pitcher, maybe. Um, you know, he visited the Yankees and them had some talks. Maybe Padres, you know, they floated Padre, around. Yeah, here in San Diego. They even so. said Angels if they whipped on Cole, but no, that's not possible nope, anymore. Not. It's For them, it's Cole or Bust, in my opinion. Yeah, so I think this is a huge overpay. I think it's a bad contract. I don't think it's fiscally responsible. I think he should have got six to 200 at the most. Mm-hmm. I think this is going to be a disaster, honestly, in the back end. This guy's only started over 30, 30 or more games three times in his career. So it's not he's not going to last through his contract, I don't think. But they really want to keep him. Their pitching is critical. So I understand why this move was done. And he's a great pitcher. And I'm not disputing that at all. I just think it should have been less years and less money. I, I don't think they had to do this, really. I'm not sure. Unless they just, like, I guess they want to be safe and make sure no one else was going to get him. Right. We don't know what was going on behind the scenes if there were other offers made. I'm almost positive the Yankees didn't even offer him anything, I'm pretty sure, because they're all set on Garrett Cole. Angels maybe floated their Padres. I don't know. But there had to be a reason the Washington Nationals did this. I guess they didn't want to lose him. Also, when we're talking about Anthony Rendon, I think it's as, he's as good as gone from the Nationals. Right. And now things are really heating up because I had thought – that he was going to go with the Rangers most of the time. And then today, Chris Russo is saying he thinks the Dodgers might be the favorite for Rendon. Yeah, in regards to Rendon, the Nationals said that they weren't going to pay Rendon and Strasburg. It was just not possible. And, of course, they chose Strasburg, and rightfully so. Mm-hmm. Now one of your best players is on the market, and the Dodgers are definitely putting all their chips into the middle and all hands on deck. For Rendon, I think that within the next couple of days, I expect both teams to really make good offers to him. But I will tell you, in my opinion, I think that Texas will come out on top for him. They really need somebody like him of his services, and he could get it done for Texas. But the I know you know with the Dodgers, they're always. I think they're in it. Oh yeah, they're definitely in it. They're 
They're a big market, big spenders, so they will get. I think they'll give him an offer that he definitely can't refuse. But I think that the Rangers will definitely swoop in at the last minute and give him something a little bit better. Yeah, it's really going to be interesting to see what happens with this. It's really a two-team race for Rendon at this point. And I'm really – I'm wavering now because I've, I've been strong with Rangers. I was saying Rangers all the time. But when the Dodgers are involved, it's a scary thought for the Rangers because they're willing to do whatever. Also, their team's way better, obviously. Mm-hmm. So if Rendon wants to keep winning, he's going to go to the Dodgers. But he did, just win, he did just win a World Series, though. So if the Rangers pay him more, he'll go to the Rangers, I think. He's just looking for the most money. Oh, so if the Rangers want to go crazy and really try to make an impression on their fan base in the new ballpark, they can offer Rendon – Seven years, two twenty ish, two thirty ish, maybe even go eight for two forty five or two fifty. I would be surprised, but I guess it's based off what Strasburg got. Like, I won't rule it. Out. I won't rule it out at this point. And it's going to be interesting to see what happens with that. And he's a big player. Also, look for the Nationals to look at Josh Donaldson now because they have a huge hole at their base. Yeah, um, I agree that Rendon's definitely def- looking for a payday. For I sure. expect both teams to make steep financial offers they will both really go for him hard but like i said i think that texas at the last minute will give him that money but like you said you hit the nail on the head you want to win you're going to the dodgers right because they're they're a team that's going to compete every year you put Rendon on that team it's a scary team you maybe, talk about he, a lion, but maybe Rendon, he's the guy Rendon. to get them over the top you know they've always they've been so close but yeah he so could be far. he could be a big piece to help them finally finish sure, the deal because they've lacked some timely hitting in the playoffs especially in the world series Rendon's one of the most clutch hitters i've seen in recent memory yes, he's in the playoffs it's unbelievable and He's an absolute beast in the box. There's no one else you really want up in a clutch situation at this point. He's one of the best players in the game. Defensively, offensively, the guy's the whole package, and he's still only 29 or so. So he is absolutely going to be a good pickup for whoever gets him. He's actually 31, but you know what I mean at this point. So we look forward to some news that we saw about the Yankees and Garrett Cole, because I'm sure everyone that's listening is always interested in that too. So the latest stuff with Cole, is that Russo has said that it's really Yankees, Angels, Dodgers on the outside looking in, but no one really thinks they're going all the way up right. for this time. I don't, I don't think they're trying to go to that level. Their pitching needs aren't as deep as the Yankees or Angels. Well, Angels, here's the thing with Angels. I mean, even if they get them, they still have a long way to go to be competitive. They're not going to be a playoff team, I wouldn't think. If they add them, they'll be closer, but not close enough. Yankees add them, you're looking at the World Series favorites by a wide margin, and they're finally going to have the ace they've been searching for I don't know how long. How many years have we been looking for an ace at this point? Uh, like uh, 10 plus almost. Yeah, I feel like almost in CC at this point. In the beginning of this time. A long time coming since we've, we need an ace. Absolutely. Garrett Cole is definitely that guy that could help us put us over the top. I ex- And here's the thing with this. You know, he's from California. The Angels are going to be extremely aggressive, as John Heyman reported today. But within the past couple hours, it, it's starting to become more likely than not that the Yankees are definitely going to reel in the big fish yes, with Garrett Cole. Indications. And I feel like, you know what, I think deep down he wants to win. And you know what? <clears throat> he was me. a Yankees fan, and we don't like to bring that stuff up, but it's it's out there, and he was a Yankees fan. So I'm sure he's thinking deep down he can play for his favorite team too. That might help a little bit. I'm sure he likes the Yankees. I feel like he's always respected the Yankees. 
Yeah, absolutely. You know, like I said, like we've said for the past couple of weeks, he's been in the palm of the Yankees' hand twice. But you can't I, strike out. This we time, can't yeah, get out of this strikes. is strike two. I don't, <laughs> and I think Brian Cashman is, is literally he's ready to hit the ball out of the park with this one. Yeah, I think and so too, man. I think that uh, Garrett Cole to the Yankees just makes way too much sense. He's definitely somebody everybody wants to see. Yankee fans will adore him. He Jerseys will, are going to be flying off the shelves. We he's get going him. to be. He uh, will be purchasing them. He, he's that. <laughs> yeah, we will. He's that guy. He's that guy to get us over the top. And and Brian Cashman knows that. And he's not messing around. He's about he's to here. Go. He's in San yep. Diego. I I was making the joke that he was he's locked in the room right now trying to figure out the contract. But I don't think it's a joke. I think that's actually what's going on right now. Yeah. He's <laughs> he's just all about that business, and he's trying to get it done. So. He could move on to different things and worry about other signings, but then you, you sign Garrett Cole, and then you could really focus on some other things. But right now, his main focus is what it will take to get Garrett Cole. Yes, and we have some other news that Joel Sherman just reported, and I saw Sherman in the lobby yesterday. Maybe I'll have to pick his brain a little more later if we see him again. But um, he said that they're actively shopping half. The rival executives are saying that the Yankees are aggressively trying to move half. When we talked about this already, just in case anyone didn't catch the whole thing, but we're trying to reconnect right now. I don't even know if this is working. Oh boy. Well, technical difficulties, but we're still on the podcast, though, so we might yeah, as well keep so. talking. All right, so also Yankee news. T.D. Gregorius has some big news. 14 to $15 million he's looking for potentially. The Brewers and Reds are in on him at this point. I still think that – I'm surprised we haven't heard more about the Phillies with T.D. at this point. They've just created a hole in their infield by cutting two infielders. And then Dylan Batanzas and T.D. But the thing is that they might be looking for one-year prove-it deals, apparently. That's a rumor that's been floated out there. As well, and if they are, can the Yankees bring them back as a plan B if they don't get Cole? God forbid. Is there any way they come back if they if they get Cole? I highly doubt it. I can't see it working if they get Cole. Also, even if they trade Hap, I think it's too much going on. I think you're going to see the fallbacks we've been talking about, like Travis Shaw and Blake Tryon potentially. And I like those both of those players. We've talked about them in length already. I won't right. say much more. And Brett Gardner, everyone seems to think is going to be back at the end of all of this. We need an extra outfielder since Hicks. It won't be playing for a long time. And I'm fine with bringing Gardner back, but I've heard some stuff saying he's looking at multi-year deals. That doesn't make any sense to me. It's got you just got to keep going one by one. He's very old at this point. Also, if the baseball's not juiced again, I don't really know how well he's going to produce. It's really he's not like a good average guy or anything. So his home run production last year was very surprising and actually made him more valuable. He still plays decent defense for his age. But besides that in the Yankees stuff, I also saw something to my phone that the market for Nicholas Castellanos is heating up and the Giants seem to be the favorite for him. And let me tell you something. I think you agree with me. They desperately need Castellanos. They have no outfielders, the Giants. Their outfielders are bad. And they just got rid of Kevin Pilar also. So their outfield's completely open. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Nick Castellanos is definitely a guy who could help out the Giants. I think they know that. I think that they will go after him aggressively and make sure that he they give him an offer he can't refuse so he can help fill those that massive hole in the outfield. Definitely. I I agree with that hundred percent. And I've also heard when we woke up when we woke up this morning, I think I'd shared this with you. The twins are in on Hung Jin Ryu and that's a good fit to me. I could see that happening. I saw that I saw that too. I saw that 
Hung Jin Ryu. You know, he had a very, very good season last year. Very underrated pitcher. Twins definitely, issues. Twins definitely needed a uh, pitcher. I think he fits what they want to do, and I think that's somebody who could help them win a lot more games. He's a, And his ERA is usually very low, but he's coming from the National League. This, this is a much different ball game in the American League if he signs with them. But I think, you know what, he's got good enough stuff to really – play well in both in both uh leagues definitely so yes i think it works out for the twins i think that would think it'll get done yeah i think in the next couple of days it it could happen yeah and what do you think about bumgarner well i haven't heard nothing on bumgarner lately ever since the wheeler contract they had said that bum could possibly move before during (laughs) the winter meetings but if cole gets signed soon i would expect bumgarner to fly off the board shortly after that because that's the last free one of the last free agent pitchers that's like upper tier still kind of like him ryu and keiko are really like the last three after cole so people are going to go faster than them especially once cole's off the market although a lot of teams aren't really in on cole so i'm kind of surprised people aren't picking the lower tier right now i guess it's, they're just trying to wait it out for some reason I mean, the free agency is a big waiting game sometimes. But this year, it's been good. I mean, one of the best free agents signed at the winter meetings. Last year, we had to wait till February, so mm-hmm. that's a big improvement. I'm happy that baseball's free agency is in a much better place. Last year, we were complaining week after week, and this year, that hasn't really been happening. And if Cole signs at some time soon, it's going to be crazy. So let's talk about this Cole contract. And um, We have talked about this in length before, but I just want to do one final chat on it. What do you think it takes? What do you think the final dollar offer is? What do you think the Angels offer? What do you think the Yankees offer? And what would you do? Like, what's your limit of the highest you would go if you were Brian Cashman and the Yankees? Very, very good question. So here's what I think. I think that if you want to get Garrett Cole and you want him to pitch for your team, you're going to have to offer at least eight years. And if you asked me this yesterday, I would have said maybe 290 maybe to start. Now you got to get to the 300s to start, and and that is just to start. Damn. I think – I'm going to tell you this. So I think eight for 315 is what I would max out for for him. I know it's a lot of money. Whoa. But that's that's eight for 315. That's a lot of money. I'm trying to see what that A&B would be. That's insane. You know what? It's baseball. You never know what's going to happen. That's almost 40 a year. Listen, I know (laughs) – that would definitely that's gonna definitely break the record that Strasburg just broke today. Yeah. So, uh, I think to get him, you basically your starting point has to be eight for three hundred. There's I definitely so to too. get him in. Um, now your question about the Angels: How hard do you think they're willing to? Take uh, him? That's you know what, what I'm worried about because I don't really know. Like it seems to be conflicting things with that. I know they're in and they want it, but I'm trying to think realistically. What number do you think the Angels stop at? That's really what I'm wondering right I'm now. I'm going to say, you know what? The one thing with the Angels that really concerns me, really, is that they're paying Bryce Harper 413 You mean Trout? Trout, excuse me. <laughs> it's all good. I'm sorry, Trout. For over the next 13 years, four, over $400 million. Yeah. So that's a lot of money. That's and a they, big investment. For two players, say for – now this is hypothetically speaking. They get Garrett Cole, hopefully not. Yeah, please. And – they still have Trout, of course, mm-hmm. two great players. 
but you're paying like almost eighty for two players. Yeah, and your team that's needs a, a lot of money. And your team needs a lot of work, and they need a ton of work. So it's not like I, you're putting yourself in the world in the playoff conversation. Maybe a wild card, I guess, if all things click right and they get some surprise breakout performances. They touch up a couple other things and they really start spending money. Okay, fine, we can possibly see them in the wild card. I guess division if the Astros really fall off a cliff somehow. Who knows what's going to happen with that? But. I still don't think it's very likely. They need a lot. They have a lot of holes. The lineup's not really complete. Mm-hmm. The starting rotation is trash. Like even right. with Garrett Cole, it's not a good rotation. And they Dylan Bundy, Otani. They have um, Stags passed away. I'm trying to think who the other guy is on the team that they had. I gotta check really quick. What was the notification for Bleacher? It was. Just about um, the Yankees actively trying to trade Jay Happ. Okay, that's what we like to see because we want him out of here. But <laughs> but to answer your question, to get back on that question, you asked me about what How I think. How you think they would go? They're going to go eight years, of course. But yeah, I don't. Go eight th- years, I think they'll offer three, but I don't think they will go anything over three, in my opinion. Okay, that's interesting. I, I yeah, I mean, I don't see. I think I'm, I'm I'm kind of with you. I feel like the Angels are going to go at least eight for two eighty. I think that'll be the lowest they can do realistically, just to even because that would break the AIV record and it would also break obviously the biggest contract record. And I could see that if the owner wants to go crazy, I could see three hundred being possible for the Angels. But if the Yankees put down that money. A for 300, the Angels put down the money, A for 300. I'm gaining confidence that he's not going to stay here because the West Coast. I'm pretty sure he'll take the Yankees' offer if it's close and competitive. If he's really about winning and wants to cement his legacy, and he said that's that's what the reports have indicated, and he likes a lot of the Yankees' staff, and he likes the pitching coach, the analytical approach, and all that stuff. And he says, I I heard something that the Angels' staff isn't as – analytical as ours or something like he didn't really like the whole thing and they also said that they need to convince him they could win with a roster that's not ready to win i don't know i did i did come across that so it's going to be very interesting to see what happens over this next day it's a nerve-wracking time for us we're really just trying to see what happens the anticipation is almost all the way up at this point everyone's ready to know one way or the other we've got to figure this out so that's the main story right now everyone's just waiting to see what's going on in the east coast it's almost 12 o'clock. Actually, we're past 11 o'clock on the East Coast right now. And the West, we're only at 8 o'clock. So it's coming out late for everyone. But everyone could watch this tomorrow. So it's going to be exciting, though. Is there anything else you think people should be looking out for at the meetings the next few days? Any under radar stories? I know. When Dor, they said the Braves apparently like tried to trade for him or something, but the Indians like weren't listening or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, actually, there is. There is something I've been reading is that the Cubs um, are, you, as we've said, you know, the Cubs are definitely open to trading some of their players. Right. And a name to watch for within the next few days is third baseman Chris Bryant. That's interesting. So I, like I will say this. Um Teams will be interested. I don't think they're going to move him. I think it's going to take a huge haul to move him. He's one of their best players. Yeah. So that's a name to look out for within the next few days is, is Chris Bryant. I also think Rizzo low-key. I would be very stunned if that happens. Bias isn't going anywhere. Wilson Contreras, that one makes no sense to me still because there's not many good catchers. I don't understand yeah. why they want to trade him. I don't know exactly what his contract looks like, but you make yourself much weaker at a catching position if you do that. And if he goes to the Astros, that would not be good for us at all. But okay. that would be a great pickup for them. 
So the next few days are going to be fun. We're going to be in the hotel lobby again, trying to meet up with people tonight. Got some pictures with Boone yesterday, Al Leiter. It's been a fun time just connecting with people out here, just trying to grow our network and stuff. We've literally learned a lot of valuable stuff out here we're going to take back home with us. Yeah, absolutely. So we're on the podcast right now, Apple Podcast, GNC Sports Talk. Facebook, you have the GNC Sports Talk page, which this will be shared on. I'm not sure exactly the whole issue with this whole connection stuff. We'll have to see how that comes out when this is all done, I guess. But yeah, and then Twitter and Instagram is GT Sports Talk too. Subscribe, follow, like, sponsor. Everyone knows the drill. We're on YouTube. Also, this video won't be on YouTube, but we had one there on yesterday. Everyone look forward to the rest of the winter meetings. We'll be back, and when the news for Garrett Cole happens, we will have a big a video for that for sure. That's going to be groundbreaking stuff. Absolutely, definitely. So I'm Julian Gwari. I'm Bobby Thompson. We'll see everyone soon.